Hello and welcome to the How to Hobby podcast. This is the Mean Green episode 15 with your two hosts, John Power and Sean Bennett. Man, it's been a ride, Sean. We're here at episode 15, flying high off the rip of financial know-how. I mean, that was a that was a doozy last week, huh? That one that one was fun. I'll admit there are a couple of episodes we've done so far uh, that have been really standout favorites for me. Definitely talking with Quentin was, was really high up there, but there's just something that gets me so excited about finances that it's, it, there's just something that gets me fired up. Like I can't, I can't tell you how much fun I had last week. Oh man. Well, the feeling is mutual. I think we, we laid, we laid down the law of finance. Uh, we're not going to beat you guys over the head with too much finances. We definitely have a part two coming out. So we're going to give you some time to listen to that episode that came out last week. That was episode 14. So if you haven't check that one out and be ready for part two, which will be coming out in the middle of December, we are through Turkey day, Sean, we are. you didn't have a Turkey. Nope. We actually did, um, prime rib and we did it in the oven, uh, to oh. where we slow cooked it for a few hours, uh, and did this, uh, it was just, just falling apart. It was the most amazing, uh, prime rib. It had this great crust on the outside. The meat was perfectly tender and nice, like medium rare. Uh, it was just oh. one of a kind. And then it was, it was good. It was definitely, I think it had become a new family tradition is doing the prime rib instead of like a Turkey. Wow. Well, and you kind of laid it down last week when you said mm-hmm. the Bennett household does not mess around with Turkey much. So we don't, we just don't do, do it much. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I do just, like Turkey myself. For me, I think it's Turkey. And I could be wrong, but my opinion of turkey is it's very similar to pork. It's very good if you can perfectly cook it, but it's very easy to make it dry. And I think mm-hmm. that's the tough part and why I think we've avoided turkey is it's a little less foolproof to, or a little more foolproof, I should say, to go with like a prime rib that you just throw in the oven. Um, mm-hmm. Especially since for Father's Day, uh, kind of alluding to a little bit of our uh, episode Ooh. tonight for Father's Day, my brother and I got my dad a little tech gift. We got him a meter, meter plus. It's a, a Bluetooth thermometer that he's actually able to. He was he pushed into the prime rib, and then he has an app on his phone. And then when it was in the oven, he could take it out when it hit uh, a certain temp, and then let it sit out and continue cooking as as it rests. And that's how we guarantee that perfect medium rare. Perfect. Well, this episode is going to be a perfect medium rare. So if you guys aren't prepared, get ready because today is the day we're going to be going through our December gift list when it comes to tech and all things fun and nice. But first, Sean, we got a podcast here and we have a lot of social media regarding it. We've got a Twitter, we've got an Instagram, and we have a website at How to Hobby Podcast. Uh, all socials and howtohobbypodcast.com. Definitely leave us a like, leave us some feedback for anything you want to hear differently. Sean, stop looking so good. John, I don't know. You're crazy. Yes, we will keep being these things and we want to hear from you though. So give us your gift guides that you're interested in giving and open up 
the 55 best tech gifts 2021. It's an Esquire article that we have open here on our side. We're going to be walking you through all of the interesting things that are on tap here this year. Uh, Sean is a big fan of moleskin notebooks, and that's actually number one on our list tonight. <laughs> oh, that's um, so, so, so open it up and you'll see what I'm talking about. But this is, this is Sean, just so you are aware, this is from, for the WFH pro. Yes. Which, which I know you are, um, I would like to think so. I I know we've, we've gotten pretty good at working from home over the last 18 months at this point. Uh, But I'm, I'm, so we're going to do days. We're going to kind of just step through this list. We're going to look at some of these and give some of our, our uh, personal opinions uh, on some of these um, products. So I think that this Moleskin uh, Bluetooth smart pen and notebook set, it sounds really cool. I don't know if it's something I would use uh, every day. I generally type everything out. I'm not really a big fan of writing stuff, but I could see if you were into that, it would be neat. But um, it, the the cool thing I do like about this, and it was actually a piece of tech I saw at the NAM, the National Association of Music Making Festival that I went to a couple of years wow. ago. Um, up in Anaheim, California is they had something similar, but it was for writing music. So you could, it was essentially a Bluetooth smart pen and notebook where you could actually write music and they had programs in there to help you write music. If you were playing an instrument or playing piano, or whatever it was, and you could just kind of jot music down. So that I think would be really cool for something like this is uh, either notes for work, or if you're kind of an artist really kind of wanting to jot stuff down. Nice. I like it. Yeah, no, I think that's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good gift. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a bestseller on Esquire. So (laughs) if if anybody knows gifting it's Esquire. So, um, but first, so that's number one on the list. Don't get too excited listeners. Sean and I are first, before we get into the rest, we're going to walk you through our personal want list. This is something that we think is pretty important. And go figure, we just talked about finances last last week. So we're going to just talk briefly about a tool that we think is great to get our, you know, kind of wet the palate when it comes to thinking about things that we want guilt-free, but without spending the money. So mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Wantless, Sean. I think for me, it's it's always something I've done if I need something, I'll mark it down as a need. And that obviously takes priority. That takes the Mm -hmm. number one spot. Thankfully, I don't have any needs right now, which is, is a blessing. Thank, thank goodness. Um, but I do have some wants on there, but let's go through some of the things you've been looking at this holiday season and, or just over the year. And maybe Santa Claus will get you some tonight. (laughs) I, I, We'll walk that in a sec. I think that having a want list, touching on finances real quick, I, I think is a very important tool to use because our society has gotten so sucked into using credit cards for everything that we do and borrowing against money we don't have that the concept of planning and saving for something is really rare right now. I mean, yeah, saving for a house, saving for a wedding, but you could do the same thing with like one of the things on my list is an, is an aura ring, the O U R a 
uh, it's a smart tracker um, that Aubrey Marcus, the book that both John and I have read, uh, Own Your Day, Own Your Life, he re- highly recommends. It's a sleep tracker. It tracks your heart rate, um, your restlessness, everything, uh, oxygen levels, does everything like that. Now, that is, it's expensive. I mean, it's over $300 for this little tiny ring. And um, it's something that if I wanted to, I have the funds to just go buy right now. But I bought it on my want list because then it makes it something I could save for. And if, if I don't get it as a gift, which I probably won't, cause that's a pretty expensive gift, but <laughs> you know, like they having a want list is important because it helps you prioritize your funds and to get excited again about saving money for a goal. But, but, but Sean, I, I have a $17,000 worth of credit. And I, <laughs> I, I can just go buy it right now. It's, is that okay? It, it's definitely not. Um, there's a fine line between having the ability to do something and doing something. And what, like whether you can versus whether you should. Um, I have a credit limit. I could go buy some, some pretty expensive stuff because I've really worked to build my credit up and to get that there. But I know the second I did anything like that, my credit score would tank. It would start affecting potential for loans and it would be something I would be dealing with for years. So saving it's tough for society right now. It's even tough for me, but there's nothing as sweet as buying something you saved up for because it has been just sitting there in your brain for months and you finally save up and buy it. Like, like I know John and your lightsaber, like buying, getting the chance to save up for that and then buy that. Like that's, that is, that's some good feeling right there. That's the best feeling, man. It's almost as good as buying a full tank of gas right now. Oh man. Fills me <laughs> oh, with just the, uh-huh. I'm like, yes, I've made it. I can spend $70 on one <laughs> tank of gas. Woo. Oh, it hurts so uh, bad. <laughs> no, no, no. This is good. It feels, oh, yeah, it feels good. good. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Sean, I think that was great. And I definitely agree. Uh, this is something that I've been using and it's, it's just, it's amazing. So use it and use it well with great power comes great responsibility as a great man once said. And we are big fans of amazing sayings here on the how to hobby podcast, take chances, make mistakes. We do it every single day. Sean wants his aura ring. Mm-hmm. And, but is there anything else, Sean? There are, there are a couple other things. Um, I'll, I'll, the one I'll cover right now has to do with my coffee game. Um, as you know, I'm a big coffee fan. I've been ordering coffee from black Ruffle coffee company for many years. Um, and I've really spent the last few years really getting into coffee and learning about it, learning how to perfect the best cup of coffee. I started with French press. Now I'm getting into pour over, uh, because pour over gives you the best quality. And there's something called the, there are some smart pour over kettles that you can come, that you can combine with a smart scale, um, where you can actually perfect it's getting really up there in terms of fancy color, but you can actually perfect the amount of water that you pour. So when you control the exact temperature to the degree of the water you want, instead of just boiling water, and then you can actually with the scale track over a certain period of time, how much water you're pouring. And so you can ensure you have the correct amount of water in the coffee grounds at one time for pour over. It's super geeky, but that's, that's high up on my list too. Wow. I like that, Sean, because I'm also a pour over fan myself. Uh, we've, we've kind of talked about this together and, um, I, I don't know. I, 
I think you used to do it at your desk. I'd come over mm-hmm. and you were playing with scales <laughs> and pouring things. Hey, you, I know it used to be part of my thing was the French the press in the office and the routine every morning of, of doing it all. Uh, and I have definitely maintained that since I've been working from home. Uh, That's I'm great. just trying to perfect my coffee game. Dude, you're a WFH pro. That's all I have to say. Um, well, that's great, man. I, I would be down to have something like that, but I'll tell you what's on my list right now. I've got a couple things, uh, and it's all to do with my favorite hobby right now, which is none other than mountain biking. Nice. Um, I went the other day, PR, PR climbing up Cowles mountain. It was a, I did it under 20 minutes, which was good Lord. That was my, uh, it was great. It was everything. I, I didn't have to stop this time, which was, which was what I really was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't fall over, which is definitely a possibility when you're climbing up that crazy yeah, monster. That's, that's pretty bouldery. <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah. So what's on my list though. I have a couple things. Um, I have a new mountain bike helmet cause I don't have a helmet for mountain biking specifically. And the Did thing you know that, that I realized yeah. Well, they're more protective. Um, I Got mean, it. I have a, a bike helmet, but the thing that I've noticed about the the mountain bike one specifically is they come down around the ears more to kind mm. of give you more, uh, in case you do come down on your side, more, um, protection around the side of your head, which, okay. which road biking helmets and normal, I guess, recreational bike helmets don't have. Mm-hmm. So that's something now, Again, it's a want because am I sure that I want to go and get one yet? No, not really. I'm still, I'm still thinking about it, but I think that's Mm -hmm. another, it demonstrates another important part of the want list, which is you throw it on there. How does it feel? If I got it as a gift, that'd be great, but I don't know if I really, really need it yet. So that's number one. I'm also thinking about getting some, uh, some knee pads and this probably takes precedence over the, the helmet because I've, I've, I've messed up my legs a couple of times. Yeah, every, every time I see you, you've got another scrape, scratch, bruise, or bump. Well, I didn't fall this last weekend. Okay. So another win. It was, it was a perfect day of the hobbying. I just, I came in, I said, I'm not going to fall. And it felt good coming in the house saying no falls. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. So I have that on there, but if I don't fall, I don't need them. Right. Yeah, exactly. You'll be fine. <laughs> if you didn't fall once, you won't fall a second time. I'm mainly prepping for Sedona this coming year uh, because Sedona is more intense and I get really excited and I'm riding for like, I don't know, tw- last time I was there, I was doing like 20 miles a day. So over that time frame, you're just kind of, there's more risk. Yeah, you get, definitely. You get a little lazy and, uh, and then the other thing here is a, uh, a light for my helmet as well so that i can do some night riding on the trails nice yeah so that's could you do like any normal uh headlight or does it have to be specific for a helmet this one is called night rider it's a 900 lumen light um they're pretty powerful but they're mini and they don't weigh too much i'm gonna have two i'm gonna i already have one for riding to work in the morning which has been Mm -hmm. great i didn't realize i i pulled the trigger it's about a I think it's like a $70 light. Um, but it's, it's been worth it. And I've definitely avoided more debris that wants to destroy my tires. So (laughs) safety can, it can, can come in handy. Um, 
And then my biggest thing, which I have here on our little list is it's called uh, a split frame bag. I've been getting into um, bike packing. So I want to start building out my, my bike packing kit. And if you, uh, maybe you can see my bike has a shock that runs through the middle of my frame. So I need to have a a split frame bag to be able to put Uh... in more cavities. And it's pretty cool what they do. It's like, there's a bunch of companies that'll, that'll do this custom for you, for your, for your bike. So that's something that's on my list. They're pretty, pretty pricey, but I'm just going to keep saving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what a want list is there for all to do with, Oh, and then this is an ultimate want Sean, but it's a a GTX 3070 Nvidia graphics card, uh, which I'll never get. So (laughs) (laughs) what would a current price for that? Something like that be right now. Well, it's what it's 500 bucks retail, but, uh, they're going for anywhere between, uh, I don't know, eight and $1,500. Yeah. With the demand for that stuff right now, they're, they've uh, gone. So I looked into building my own computer. Uh, one of the big ticket items I purchased lately for tech was actually a new laptop. And I was looking into, was it worth it of building my own desktop or getting a laptop? And it was just so expensive to try and build your own at home, like desktop right now, the parts are just so expensive. It's just not practical. I know it's crazy. That's actually my December thing I'm going to be doing. Uh, I'm going to finally be redoing the inside of my, my desktop now with a new graphics card, but I do have everything else, new motherboard, uh, Jeep or CPU, uh, Ram and an M.2, which is the new, uh, storage. It's pretty cool. So I'll have to have to we'll we'll nerd out at nerd out at my place sometime here soon. Yeah. But let's get into this this uh <laughs> we've spent enough time talking about ourselves, Sean. <laughs> what are we doing? Well, well come on. <laughs> let's get into this list here. Esquire knows. I'm pretty sure that's somewhere on their on their website. That's like a slogan of theirs. <laughs> it, um, it probably is. But this this is a list of the 55 best tech gifts for everyone on your holiday shopping list. Uh, so this is super inclusive. John and I went through this uh, before we started recording. It's got a lot of different products. Um, so we're, we are going to try and get through as many as we can. Uh, if we don't get through it, uh, definitely you can check it out. And we also recommend while we're doing this, go ahead and click on the link in the show notes and walk through this list with us. It'll probably help uh, things make a little bit more sense. And if we don't get to everything, you can continue from where we left off and keep looking at some of the best products. And the great part is we're getting this out in early December, which means you still have time to buy gifts, especially if you have Amazon. That's right. The, the leader, the world leader of global curry, 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 curry. They make curry. Um, <laughs> so let's jump into number two here. This is for the beer drinker. And mm-hmm. I mean, Sean, I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure at one point in the office, I was known as the beer drinker. I, yeah, you were definitely, you still are, I think probably the uh, top beer connoisseur, I think that we have in the office. <laughs> I don't know how that came about, but <laughs> anyway, this is, uh, this is called draft pour beer dispenser from physics. That's F I Z Z I C S beer test tastes better on draft. 
physics figured out a way for anyone to serve their brew of choice on tap, tasting its best at home, right on the kitchen counter for all your working from home needs right there out of at 8 a.m. Yeah, I, I, I added that part in <laughs> when you have to call into that two 2 p.m. meeting and you're just not feeling it. There, my favorite part, if you click on the Amazon link, uh, it actually shows that this product takes a legit just regular old beer bottle and you just slide it in through the bottom. And it looks like it probably pumps, I don't know, CO2, like a CO2 cartridge or something, pump something in. So it pours your beer out. Um, oh, well, that yeah. is nice. And and for the price, the MSRP of one hundred and twenty five dollars, physics can be yours today. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I love it's like you work for him. It's so good uh, that that professional podcasting voice. Uh, oh, yes. I know how to I bring can, it out when I need it. Yes, I can uh, dig it. Well, let's move on. If, if any for any of you beer drinkers out there, maybe uh, I mean, we have some worldwide viewers. You can join me and drink a beer. Uh, Sean, let's see what else we have on here. I don't know. You can pick the next one. Yeah. Let's go ahead and roll with the Bose frame. So this is uh, item number four. So it says it's for the city dweller. I, I would love to know <laughs> why they would say that, but it's so, uh, <laughs> it's so good. Thank you, Esquire. But uh, it's Bose frames keep the load light on a sunny day by combining two essential sunglasses and wireless headphones. Um, so it literally there's a pair of sunglasses with headphones built in, um, which I find amazing because I know Ron White did a bit about this in one of his specials years ago about the ridiculous technology of headphones in a pair of glasses. But apparently it's actually here. Uh, they look like oh. they're probably either they have little speakers or maybe they're bone conducting uh, headphones. But they Looks just like look bone like, conducting, my man. Yeah, they look like oh, just, no, miniaturized Bose <clears throat> speakers precisely positioned to direct sound yeah. at you and away from everyone else. So your music is for you and you alone. I just think this is such a, like this, this is a great example of how our society is going. Like we, <laughs> we want to combine sunglasses and speakers together. Cause it's too much work to just put in headphones. I think that's, that's right. so, that's right. so great. I think this is the bougiest thing that we've seen so that, far. That is Esquire uh, to a T. And if you're looking for this, <laughs> jump on board the Bose frames. They don't even have, it's for the city dweller. Just look up Bose <laughs> frames and you'll find it. <laughs> God. It's actually called Bose Alto on the Amazon link. So I think, mm -hmm. I think maybe that's the, the street street name for the city dweller. I don't know. Street, I don't, street. I'm, uh, I'm confused. Oh my goodness, Sean. We're going to jump to number five here. This is the mini, this is for the photographer in your life. Mm -hmm. The mini two drone by DJI, my favorite company and Sean, <laughs> believe it or not, favorite drone company. That is okay. Okay. I have a drone on my want list. I didn't say it because I didn't want it to sound like I had too many things, <laughs> but now here it is. And I have to tell you, but I don't have this one that this, this is the mini two. I'm, I'm looking mm -hmm. for the Mavic mini one okay. refurbished because okay. I like you, I like reusing tech, but mm -hmm. in this case, this is the brand new mini two. They can crouch and stretch and lean all they want. They still won't be able to get the shot or capture the video from 4,000 meters in the air. The mini two features four times zoom panoramic views and an app to quickly save and transfer footage among other features. 
This is for the photographer in your life. For the price of $4.49 on Amazon, mm-hmm. it can be yours tonight. Sean, what do you think? I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't, it's not something I would probably buy for myself. I'm not into the the drone world. If And if I were going to go drone, I'd probably go something on the, the cheaper end. Like I know Costco carries a couple of drones right now that are on the cheaper end, probably because I'd crash them a hundred times. But for someone like maybe my brother, who's a photographer and doing something like this, because in reality, when you're getting to scales like this, you're either a hobbyist or you do it as a profession. And for either of those, having access to technology like this will not only make your hobby better because you can get cooler footage, but if you're a wedding photographer or you're an event photographer, like you can't beat that classic drone shot coming in while like the bride and the groom are kissing in a field. Like that's, that's like the classic, you know, or late 19s, 2019 uh, wedding picture. There is the, the drone footage. That's right. And if you want to see some great drone footage, go check out Casey Neistat. That guy does everything with the drone. His last little mini series he did while he was in LA, I think that came out beginning of this year was cool, oh man. That was COVID, COVID vlogging at its finest, if you ask me, ladies and gents. So definitely check that out if you want some inspiration. Sean, let's keep on moving through this list. Yeah. Uh, you get the next one. I, I've, I've got a glance. We're going to move past it pretty quick, but the fact that you would actually buy a PlayStation classic is just mind boggling to me that it's this concept of when, when I was a kid, PlayStations are really big and then GameCubes were kind of phasing out. And now if you wanted to go buy a GameCube, they're really expensive because no one really has them anymore. Same with like a seven Nintendo 64. And you got to a point where they were worth like dozens of times more now than they were back when you bought them because they're so uh rare i just think it's crazy i know it's just crazy that it's coming back the the one i really want to talk about is seven this is the aura ring it's the one that's on my want lists uh i think eventually i will end up getting one i just have to save up for it a little bit but uh it's this wearable it's a ring. It just fits on. It's really discreet. Fits on uh, any, I think probably it's meant for your ring finger uh, on your right hand, I believe. Um, but it's designed to track heart rate. You wear it while you're sleeping. It tracks movement while sleeping, sleep cycles, how deep are you sleeping, uh, activity levels. You can use it for all kinds of stuff. Um, and they have this really cool app that pairs with it that can be really insightful if you're having trouble sleeping or if you are... Uh, kind of just concerned with your general well-being. The Aura Ring is a really cool piece of technology. So it's it's on my list. I'll eventually get it, just not quite yet. Cool. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully you can get that. Santa Claus is still open <laughs> at the North Pole. So definitely uh, put that one out there. Let's move on to number nine, Sean. This yeah. one has got my attention tonight. And it's uh, for the art aficionado in your life. Mm-hmm. Mural Canvas 2. It's by Netgear. This smart frame makes digital art look, well, not like digital art, Sean. And it'll improve the look of family photos, too. For the price of $400. (laughs) (laughs) This looks cool. Uh, I... I think I'd rather have art, but this looks like a really cool concept. If maybe you're someone who doesn't want to decide 
on one piece, maybe you want to be able to change it around. This would be a really cool option for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just says, Oh, look, access 30,000 plus works of art in one digital canvas. Maybe, maybe this is good for my wife and I, we can never, <laughs> we can never really come to come to terms on art. So maybe that's something I can, I can get her for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the legitimacy, legitimacy of this. This is just what they have on Amazon, but apparently uh, from our inception mural has been dedicated to empowering artists. We proudly give back 60% of all the money we make on our art to the artists. So wow, that's, that's pretty neat. Cause I think you can probably purchase art from them to upload into the, uh, the frame. So it seems pretty neat. Definitely. If you're someone who can't necessarily decide on one painting, you want 30,000 mural mural it is. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I'm i uh, I'm an, I'm going to sign up. All right, let's move on to the next amazing product at, at Esquire. What do you what do you see in here, Sean? I see a wide array of yeah. The the one that calls out to me right now is number eleven. This temperature control smart mug, um, and I'll tell you why it calls out to me. They have the same thing at Costco for significantly cheaper than they list oh, here on Amazon. Yes. So for you packed. I know for the, for those <laughs> money, uh, tighter people, but I, I think this would be really cool because it's designed to keep your drink hot. So you can have mm. tea or coffee or hot chocolate or whatever it is. And it actually uses uh, a heater to keep your mug at any temperature you want it to. So you can actually set what temp. So if you want, to make sure that your hot chocolate stays hot through the whole movie while you're just kind of sipping it. This is, this is the thing. And I know they sell the Costco every time I've walked by my brain goes, get that, put it in the cart. And then my brain goes, wait, where are you going to store it? And then I put it back. <laughs> hey, come, come to the office and start storing it in the office. It'll that's, sit there nice on your desk. That's true. It could. I know, I know that's definitely one of those things that's it's on my list, not that high up, but having a temperature controlled mug, I think would be pretty cool. Oh man. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to move on here. I think that is something that's interesting and especially for coffee drinkers. That's, that's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people like coffee mm -hmm. these days, Sean. So I think it's a good gift. I think it's a good gift. I'm going to pick one that I think is very interesting. Now mm -hmm. it's made the list here. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, it's number 17. It's okay. for the bread lover in your life. <laughs> it's the Balmuda toaster. You don't know toast till you've eaten bread that's been stream toasted in the Balmuda. Steam toast. Steam toast. Steam Miracles toasted. happen every once in a while. Gift a miracle to your carbohydrate craving loved one. Esquire, you <laughs> they know how to get you with these little taggers, these little one lines. Um Wow. So steam it, toast, Sean, it actually uses steam. If you go to the Amazon link, it's steam technology that locks in breads, inner moisture and flavor. So you actually pour water in the top and then it heats it and fills the chamber with steam to toast your bread. So, so Sean, now that we're here and we're the how to hobby podcast, I just got to <laughs> say, I think we're already at the point in the list where you've, you've lost me. I, 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 <laughs> I don't want to say, I mean, I want to keep going through the list, but um, I just would never, I guess I would give this as a gift, but I would never think this would be needed for myself. Agreed. Um, agreed. And, and so I think this is the point in the show where we, we say, 
you know what you need and you know what the people in your life need. You don't need this list to tell you you need a ball muda toaster. If you need it, then you already know it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's just my little my little uh, stand up there on my my box. Let's keep yeah. moving, Sean. Yeah, let's Ooh. let's hit a little bit on some of the ones we've we've skipped real quick. So going back, uh, number eight, the wireless charging station with the UV sanitizer. I think it's cool. Um, I'm not a huge fan really of wireless charging for devices. So I think it just releases too much heat, but I think that's neat. Um, the magnetic phone mount with face tracking, that's number 10. I think it's pretty cool if you're looking at a gift for maybe someone who's moved out for the first time. They're a college, your your nephew, son, daughter, whatever that's going to college, uh, or maybe a family member that's moving out. Um, I think something like that, cause it has actual uh, face tracking. So they could do it while they're cooking in the kitchen. You could be on the phone yeah. with them. I think that's pretty neat. Um, and then no, that's actually down. a good, that's a good gift. Yeah. I, I think it is. I know Facebook also does a face tracking camera that moves with you as you move through the room. I used to do a zoom call with some guys and one of the guys ha had that and it would actually change the whole camera to track him. It was creepy. Um, but if you are looking for something for somebody who's maybe out on their own for the first time, uh, the, the magnetic phone mount with face tracking from Belkin or any of the other kind of face tracking devices would be pretty cool. Yeah, no, I agree. And I just, speaking of going back through some of the ones, John, uh, Sean, this one is number 14 for the person with secrets, <laughs> secrets, secrets. <laughs> the ghost smart home safe by Trova, which is pretty cool. I like the name. There are plenty of reason to have, it's a small biometric lockbox that only the owner can open. And it's for all your jewels, Sean. I know you have a lot of jewels and cash. Yes. So, so, so many jewels and cash. I think my absolute favorite part of this is Esquire puts in there that only the only, only the owner can open parentheses, weed, pills, jewels, cash, you name it. This is that box. I think that's my favorite grouping <laughs> of things you might put in a smart weed safe. And pills. If we, weed and pills. Uh, Man, there's so many good, this is <laughs> hashtag steam toast and weed pills. This is like the best episode ever already. And we're yes. only halfway through this. Is yes. oh my so great. John, this one's for Kate. All right. Number mm -hmm. 19, the sparkle beverage system. You know, I've wanted one of these. It's not on my want list. I'll say that not something that I'm willing to spend money on right now, but I'll admit I drink so much LaCroix that making my own seltzer water would probably be a good idea at this point, financial wise. Uh, I've wanted a CO2, uh, one of these for a long time. <laughs> wow. How does, so how does this work? It's a, so it takes a CO2 canister or a cartridge, whatever the company calls it. And essentially it's as simple as putting their water bottle on that can hold some pressure. And then you blow the CO2 gas into the water bottle and it actually incorporates the CO2 into the fluid and creates essentially wow. soda, um, like carbonized water. And so um, it's pretty neat because it's a healthier way um, th to drink, like then drinking soda. A lot of them also offer flavored packets. So when you punch the CO2 in, it'll make it flavored like Coke and it'll make it flavored like cherry, grape, whatever you want. And it's a healthier way to drink those non soda ish things. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I just think they're cool. You can buy them at, um, 
Target, I think, carries them. You can buy them at like any home furniture, home furniture store like Macy's always has a kitchen section that has that. Uh, JCPenney, I think, maybe has some. Um, so they've, they've got some out there that uh, like you can buy instead of, of the Sparkle beverage system, but I think it's really cool. Nice. Yeah, I agree. I think it's an interesting idea and it's super hot right now that, I mean, we definitely buy, we, you know what our hack is? We've been going to target getting the better Mm -hmm. uh, home and gather. Oh yeah. I love the home and gather section. Yeah. That's their, well, that's their brand or no, maybe it's, maybe I'm getting it wrong, but that's like the target brand, but Mm -hmm. they, so the Croy is like five bucks for a 12 pack or six pack, whatever it is. And this good and gather, that's what it is. Good and gather gather, is it's three bucks, man. Mm -hmm. For, for, so anyway, I, I just, you gotta do it. You gotta just (laughs) cut, cut the, cut it in half. Um, Oh, Sean. So this is one that's hot, I think right now. And, and definitely something we got to mention it's number 22. And I think it, it hints at a very important product category right now Mm -hmm. in our world, which is the, the personal portable earbuds. Right. Mm-hmm. So these ones are noise canceling specifically, but I know this category is heating up. Yeah, I mean, it is. Everybody has their own. I, I think Apple has three different <laughs> versions now at the moment. Um, and by the way, Sean, I don't know if you knew this, but if Apple just had a single company all only related to earbuds or mm-hmm. headphones in general, they would be worth more. In billions of dollars than Sony. Wow. Yeah. Like their, their net worth would be like, a, it's like right up there just over Sony's entire worth, which is insane. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's safe to say that Apple and their wearables has done it again, mm-hmm. but all the other brands are catching up. This one is by beats. Oh, that's still an Apple company. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but looks like they're on sale 150 for this yeah. one. I would definitely recommend them uh, for somebody who's on the move all the time. I also know it's really popular with um, people who are active because they don't have to have the dangling cords. Um, my yeah. fear would be, I would lose them. That would be my absolute biggest fear is I would drop one and then never be able to find it again. Do, um, do you have any? Do you have I, any of the, I, I don't, I actually only have, I have some really nice Sennheiser uh, over the ear noise canceling headphones that I use uh, pretty much all day long, every day. Oh, okay. Yeah. I am a big fan of the Apple, just the standard Apple mm-hmm. AirPods. I know they're uh, big, they're popular and everybody likes them. I've never actually even tried a pair. I've never even worn one. Well, and you, you're also an Android <laughs> user, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an okay. Android fan. Oh my goodness. Another <laughs> difference between Sean and John oh. Tune in next week to find out who wins. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's keep, Oh, Sean, I got, you got your gift here. It's for the coffee drinker. Number mm-hmm. 25. Sends V smart pour over device. And this is by a company called Melita, which I've actually never heard of them before. Really? Yeah. Oh, they do. They do great. So I have some of their pour over stuff. They do a lot of, uh, yeah, great brand in the pour over game. Sean, you gotta, you gotta get your Melita. Okay. Yeah. And they're super cheap. That's why I like it's, they do plastic ones. It's like five bucks. Oh, okay. Okay. I can, (laughs) this one is not. 
This one's yeah, this more one's, expensive. This one's a little bit more, but it looks like a, a pretty in-depth uh, coffee thing. So I'll just touch on coffee. For anybody out there who's looking at gifts for coffee lovers, um, the base you can do is just buy them a bag of coffee. The difficult part with that is everyone tends to like different coffees. And so that can make it kind of difficult. Um, if you don't know exactly where they order, what kind of coffee they, they order from. Um, if the person you're talking to or buying a gift for is someone like me, who's interested in the home coffee game, not necessarily going out and getting coffee, but the home coffee game, Burr coffee grinders are the best out there. They're the ones that get you the best perfect grind. So if you're really looking at honing down the grind, a Burr coffee grinder, um, B U R R. And then uh, the smart and, and kettles. What's the, forgive my insolence in this yeah. category, but what's the point of having your beans ground specifically well in a burr? Yeah. So when you are buying pre-ground coffee, it's only good for about one to two weeks from the time that it's been ground. And that's only if you're mm. keeping it in an airtight container. So coffee oxidizes very quickly. And if it's exposed to oxygen for too long, it essentially starts losing flavor. It's within days. If you don't have it sealed in a container, um, it can lose its flavor very fast. So uh, I usually buy all of my coffee whole bean because it lasts longer because there's less surface area, less to oxidize. And then uh, when you're grinding, if you use a normal blender style coffee grinder, where it's just blades that just spin really fast, it'll grind your coffee so that you can use it for French press or whatever it is, but it's an inconsistent uh, grind size because it's not mm. actually grinding to a specific size. It's just grinding until you tell it to stop. And so actually those differences in grain size can lead to weird flavors coming out of your coffee, a little bit more bitterness, a little bit more of that burnt flavor can actually be caused by those bigger portions. So using a burr grinder, which it actually takes essentially two, we'll just say two stones and grinds the coffee bean in between them until it's at a specific size. And then it falls through the grinder into the trough. And that is what controls that exact, every single grain of coffee, it's the exact same size. And that's what allows you to control the flavor better. Ah, wow. Well, that is some knowledge on (laughs) the grinding, which is great because I don't know. And thanks, Sean, for sharing for the coffee connoisseur. (laughs) And we have plenty of those in our, in our listening fan base. I know it. So Uh, if you like coffee, Drop a like for Sean and his <laughs> coffee knowledge tonight. Uh, yeah, if you have any coffee questions, reach out to me on, on Instagram through the How to Coffee podcast because I've spent years and years watching YouTube videos, reading articles. I've completely nerded out when it comes to coffee. So if you've got any coffee questions, I, I probably, if I don't know the answer, I can tell you where to go to get the answer. Perfect. Well, that's great, Sean. Uh, and I want to have a cup of coffee with you here very soon. So let's make that happen. Let's keep going down this amazing list. I just got to number 34, Sean. This one is interesting to me. It's the Harvest 360 Inner Indoor Garden. Mm-hmm. It's by Arrow Garden. And I think it's an Amazon product, but it's nearly impossible to accidentally kill anything growing in its self-watering, self-lit planter. Wow. They're really cool. I will go ahead because I feel like this is my 
thing now for this episode, they sell this exact same thing at Costco for way cheaper. Oh, nice. um, <laughs> so instead of being a 360 indoor garden, it's more uh, uh, rectangular shaped, but it's the same concept. You have a little garden mm-hmm. with soil. You have a light up above that'll provide the light that it needs. Um, they, they're really cool. Um, I've toyed with playing one. Probably not going to get one, but if you're interested, Costco sells one for a pretty good price. Nice. That is something that I definitely would consider from Costco, though, not from Mm -hmm. Amazon, which is typical. Sean, how do you feel about a rad mission? Uh, I actually am not very familiar with the brand, I'm very familiar with power <laughs> power bikes. What do you what are your thoughts about What's so this next one, mission? number 35? It's a it's a rad mission electric metro bike. I was trying to throw Sean off, but he's way too good. <laughs> um rad power bikes. So Sean, my mother-in-law actually just got one of these, which is really which, yes. And she she did like 30 miles the other day. It was wow. pretty impressive. Yes. Would you ever get a electric bike? I definitely would. Um, I think that they're really cool. I can't wait for the technology to become a little bit more affordable. I know that they're really high end and expensive right now also, because there's a really big market for it. Um, I think they're a fantastic concept for people who maybe have health problems, knee issues, back issues. Maybe you can't just hop on a bike and ride to the store, but you could get an electric bike and just, power your way down to the market, buy some, buy some food, buy go, go out, whatever it is. Um, I think they're really cool. I also discovered the other day, if anyone's interested, there are companies out there that actually make electric bikes specifically for hunting. So they're off road electric bicycles, um, that are designed to hold uh, a lot of weight so that you can go in fully decked out and then you can actually use it to carry your meat out once you've harvested the animal. Um, they're expensive. I mean, they're four to $8,000 for a bike, but they're, it's just neat. That's a market I didn't know was out there. Yeah. Well, I wonder how Cameron Haynes feels about this new device. <laughs> I, I think they're probably not happy. Probably not. He's probably um, like, come on, what are you doing? You got to carry out your kill. Yeah. You got to do it. Got to do it the old way. But I, I think it's cool. I think if I had the, the places to go, my neighborhood's all Hills. There's not a whole lot here per se, but if I had somewhere to go, I would definitely get an electric bike. Well, it's definitely a cool idea. I will never get one, but thank you, Sean, for sharing your opinion. And I'm glad that we have a different opinion because that helps the overall podcast. And I'm just way too much of a bike nut to ever yeah, give up. Yeah. My- it's, it's your thing. I know that uh, you had even told me a while ago that there were electric bikes were screwing with the numbers in some of your bike apps because people were able to, right. to say they were on a bike and doing cheaters, uh, climbing hills and in speeds that you wouldn't be able to do manually. That's right. It's ruined everything. Uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> listeners. Let's jump to our next beautiful product on Esquire. It is the Theragun Prime, Sean, and I can mm-hmm. say I use this after the Tough Mudder. Ooh. And this thing absolutely pummeled my muscles in a good way. The good. Theragun Prime. <laughs> good. <laughs> 
It's so silly. It's $300. And I'll tell you, Sean, just like everything else, I'm sure you can find it at Costco for half the uh, yes. price. You, you can find it at Costco for a fifth of the price, I think. I know my mom bought one, I think, from Costco. And it's it's pretty nice. I will say, if anyone's considering a an electric massage gun for a gift, it's one of those areas you don't really want to skimp on if you uh, can afford to and or oh. do, your, do a little research because what I've discovered is the cheaper models like the one that my mom has, the motor can't handle pressure. So if the whole point of this is supposed to beat the bejesus out of your muscles and if you're pushing it into your muscles, say your, your legs sore or whatever, when you have it turned on, the harder you push it into your leg, trying to beat that muscle out, the motor can't handle the resistance and it starts slowing down. So one of those areas, I don't know if I'd go with a Theragun. There are many other brands out there that are more affordable, but the same quality as a Theragun, but I wouldn't go straight for the cheapest option on Amazon or Costco. All right. No, that's, that's a hot tip. And I like that because it, you're right. Motor uh, quality is super important when it comes mm-hmm. to power tools and everything. So if it's a nice brushless motor, it's going to work better. And that's, yep. that's important. Uh, <clears throat> Sean, again, well done. And I have to say, this is the perfect time to stir it up with your turntable house of Marley offers this one. It's number 39 on Esquire's list. And Sean, this is another product category. It's making a comeback. Mm-hmm. It's, isn't it interesting to see what is coming back and being yeah. High, you know, high fidelity sound. Like when you listen to the How to Hobby podcast, you're pummeled with high quality, high fidelity sound. But this turntable can do it even better than we can. <laughs> I I think it's cool that the vinyl scene has been coming back in the last, I'd say maybe 10 years. Um, you see it's still a lot of record stores are actually still out there. Um, I, now I'm skewed. So my dad was a, a DJ in nightclubs until I was 16 or 18, something like that. Um, so I grew up with vinyl. I, I literally, my entire childhood was spent in nightclubs during the day, setting gear up, breaking gear down. Um, so that, w- that was a big part of my life for a long time was the vinyl and, and turntables. And so I think it's cool to see it coming back. Um, I think something like this is crazy how kind of expensive this little tiny thing is. Yeah, you can get this... some pretty nice turntables for a lot cheaper than that. Yeah, um, this like it's, it is it's a little pricey but uh i know that if you have somebody who's interested in maybe some old timey feel to their music um there's nothing quite like putting a record on a turntable and setting the needle down on that record it's there's just something so timeless mm-hmm. about that it's really cool no it feels good and it i think it's definitely there's we're going to keep seeing more and more things coming back from that and i think uh this is one of those cool things we'll keep uh keep enjoying as we go into our future world Mm -hmm. um sean let's talk about number 50 because i know this is something that we've talked about in the past in one of our episodes Mm -hmm. if you haven't heard the cooking episode go take a listen it's it's one of our first episodes in the how to hobby experience and this is called the Thermapen. Sean, I have one of these. Yep. And I it has changed my meat game <laughs> it's exceptionally. On, it's on actually on my wish list right now. I have oh. some cheaper ones that 
aren't quite the same. I've been kind of running into some issues lately, but um, there are there are certain tools in the kitchen that bring your kitchen game, your cooking game, to levels that you'll you would have never thought possible. Sharp knives and quality knives they will bring your cooking game exponentially uh, through what you thought you could have done. And the second is a, a thermometer, a high, high speed, high accuracy thermometer that makes it so you have confidence in what you're cooking. Is the chicken fully cooked? So you don't have to overcook it every single time you cook it to make sure it's cooked. Is the pork, same concept. Is it done? Am I risking undercooking this? There's there's nothing quite like something like a thermo. I know Thermopen is a really well-known brand. They're really popular. Um, I have a cheaper one from Amazon that is decent. It works for me. I think I do want to upgrade at some point, uh, but yeah, the, you, you sharp knives and, uh, accurate and thermometer pens. and thermo pens <laughs> and, and having an apron there's, there's right. for me, I love having an apron to cook in. There's something quite like, uh, the official feeling of I'm getting ready to cook. I'm tying my apron on like that. That's, that's the official it's time to get down to business. Well, Sean, I think instead of going through the Esquire list, we just need to go through our cooking list. Cause we could have <laughs> dropped like 18 products right there <laughs> I know. For, for all the cooks in your life, which if you're listening to this, you know, maybe, man, we really dropped the ball here, Sean. We should, we should have went through every hobby and top and, and hit the top for each and every one. That would have been great. Maybe next year. That's a good, that's a, we'll have to yeah. put that one away, but the classic Dermapen is actually on sale on their website, which is amazing. 66.40 instead of $83. Look at that. So Black Friday limited sale. What color would you ever get, Sean? I think I would probably go with black i think it looks oh, the cleanest oh, it fits in with the most amount of like decor you may have in a kitchen and also if you get grease or something on it's a little bit harder to tell that's right and th this is something that's made in england which is always great and i think it's pretty cool because they actually uh do this through the nist and that's how they uh they qualify it with the plus or minus 0.7 degree accuracy Mm -hmm. Uh, and they do that before, um, they like calibrate it in house and send you a little, like in the box, it comes with that. I got, I got this for Christmas one year. My sister bought it for me, uh, shout out. And thanks a lot, sis. That was a great gift. Well, it was either my sister or my mom. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, hope they never listen <laughs> oh, to this. No. Oh God. <laughs> um, anyway. Well, Sean, I think that wraps up. Uh, I mean, we're, we're hitting the, hitting the end here yeah. in timing. I don't know if there's any other gifts that you want to, to drop for the listeners, something that maybe came to your mind, but I don't have anything else on my Christmas list. I, I don't have anything else on my Christmas list. What I will tell you is I'm going to give some advice uh, that could be implemented right now that will make your life a little bit easier, maybe for this year or even next year. So my family, we're terrible at saying the things we want for Christmas. It is really bad. We always wait till the very last minute, which makes it impossible to buy gifts for each other. And so a couple of years ago, what I did is I created a Google Sheets uh, file and every single person has their own tab. And the goal is throughout the year. So from this Christmas to next Christmas throughout the year, you see something that you want that you don't have to have right now. Um, or you're not willing to spend maybe your own money on then everyone just has the ability to just 
throw it in a spreadsheet and you can link to it. You can throw the price in there and then you can have, it makes it easier for gift giving for everybody. So if you've got mm-hmm. a, a good size family or even maybe you're a couple and you're having a hard time coming up with gift ideas, throw a little Google sheet together, a little Google doc and just give everyone access. And then they can just download the app on their phone and go, Oh, I'm shopping. It's March 3rd. I'm out at the store and go, Oh, that would be a good gift for Christmas. They can just write it down. That is awesome. What a great idea, Sean, especially when you get to the the place where we are, where you can afford to give somebody a great gift. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think one of the big things that me and my buddy started doing recently is giving each other, this is one of my best friends here in San Diego. And uh, we just always give each other a really good gift, something we know that that person will receive. And we've talked about it and why I would bring it up, but this methodology behind, you don't want to give somebody a gift, especially when you become of age and you actually have money to maybe spend a little bit more where they just want to throw that gift in the trash. That's Mm -hmm. in my mind, that's the worst gift to give. If you know that what you're giving is probably going to be thrown in the trash or they already have one or something, we probably need to go back to the wishing well and, and think about it a little bit further. And that's something I've been trying to do. It's, it's hard to do with everybody, of course, but I think your list system, you know, system is, Mm -hmm. is a way to do it better. And just know what people, what's on people's minds. Sometimes it's just as simple as asking. We, my, we're starting to kind of ask here at the beginning of December and mm-hmm. uh, it, it can be nice to have a couple things instead of just being like, I don't know. And then you get disappointed when it, they get you something <laughs> and you don't like it. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. And, and I'll also say for guys and girls out there, uh, gifts for significant others sometimes can be the hardest part of gift giving. And uh, a good recommendation I have is Keep a notepad on your phone, whether it's in Google Notes or it's in Samsung Notes or whatever, Apple Notes, whatever you have. You're walking with your significant other, you're walking through the the mall and they go, oh man, I've always wanted one of those. Eh, I'm just not going to, I just don't want to spend the money on it. Boom. Christmas gift. Boom. That's right. And anniversary gift, birthday gift. Those are the things that they'll go back and you'll, they'll ask themselves, how did this person remember that I wanted this? They truly paid attention. They really cared. And that is the best gift you can give somebody. Oh, absolutely beautiful. I just ruined it. Well, <laughs> thanks so much, Sean. It's been a joy. As always, we are here to provide you, the listeners, with the best quality podcast we can if you have any questions comments recommendations for us as a podcasting brand the how-to hobby podcast please let sean know he's always looking and watching the comms you can send us an email how to hobby podcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll we'll get back to you uh thanks so much for listening once again we hope you have you have had an amazing thanksgiving We'll be back with you a number of times before the Christmas holidays. So don't get too, too, uh, don't go too far and we'll catch you next week. Sean, it's, it's a pleasure as always and have a great night. You too. Thanks guys.